Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 16, verses 19 through 31. This is Jesus talking about the rich man and Lazarus. But before I jump into that, I need to point out that in verse 18, Jesus seems to interject something about divorce and remarriage that seems not to fit in this chapter, which is otherwise focused on pointing out to the Pharisees that their love of money is betraying their lack of faith in God. Why does Jesus talk about divorce and remarriage at this point, the only reason that makes sense to me, and there are a lot of reasons offered up, is that Jesus is just giving an example, kind of as an afterthought to verses 16 and 17, an example of how the law of God, the old covenant law, even though it's being updated with the new covenant, Jesus preaching about the kingdom of God, the Old Testament law is not going to be voided just because there is a new covenant. And I would just say that in the middle of Luke chapter 16, we're kind of in the deep end. There are a few things in these few verses, 14 through 18, that there's a lot of question and a lot of lack of understanding about exactly what Jesus is saying here or what's going on, why it's said the way it is, what it really means. So I would say, I'm glad that you're listening to this. I'm glad you want to dig into God's word. And I would spend some time, if I were you, studying this on your own and asking the Holy Spirit to give you understanding and wisdom about what's being said here. Because you don't ultimately want to rely on me for that, especially when we're getting to the depth that we are here. By the way, if you want to hear more about divorce and remarriage, we did two devotions on that in episode 469 and 538. That's Matthew 5, 31 and 32, and Matthew 19, 1 through 12, respectively. So let's turn to the rich man and Lazarus. This is a little bit more understandable and a little bit clearer for me, and I feel a little bit more equipped to make some accurate comments about it. Verse 19, there was a rich man who was clothed in purple and fine linen and who feasted sumptuously every day. And at his gate was a poor man named Lazarus. Lazarus, covered with sores, who desired to be fed with what fell from the rich man's table. Moreover, even the dogs came and licked his sores. Before I go on, I should point out that there are some scholars who point out that Luke, nor Jesus, set this up as a parable, the way that he sets up other parables. Most people believe it is a parable, but some suggest that maybe this is Jesus passing on a true story of something that he knows based on his eternal knowledge and his ability to see and understand things that normal humans humans can't see and understand. So you've got a rich man, you've got a poor man who lives at his gate. Verse 22, the poor man died and was carried by the angels to Abraham's side. The rich man also died and was buried. And in Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in this flame. So just a couple things I want to mention in passing. If this is a parable, we've said before that a parable is really for the purpose of making one main point. If this is a parable, you can't read into a ton of the details and press them too hard for doctrinal clarity about how we should believe about what happens after death. Will people who are in Hades be able to see people who are in Abraham's bosom? Another discussion you might want to explore more on your own is Hades, the place where these two find themselves, might not be the permanent places of heaven and hell, but Hades 
Hades might be a place where souls go to wait until the day of final judgment or maybe before the finished work of Jesus on the cross took place. If this is the case, do the people who are in Hades in a place of torment have recognition of people who are in Hades in a place of comfort? Can they remember things from their time alive on earth? These are all questions that aren't answered in this text and if it's a parable, maybe we shouldn't even be asking because it has nothing to do with the main point. But I just mention those things because that's food for thought if you want to dig into this stuff deeper for yourself. So the rich man has asked Abraham, the father of nations, the father of the Jewish people. So this rich man was probably Jewish along with Lazarus was probably of Jewish descent. By the way, this isn't Lazarus, the friend of Jesus. This is a different Lazarus. Rich man has asked Abraham to let Lazarus dip his finger in water and bring it to him in this place of torment and bring it to him in this place of torment. Verse 25, but Abraham said, child, remember that you in your lifetime received your good things and Lazarus in like manner, bad things. But now he is comforted here and you are in anguish. And besides all this, between us and you is a great chasm that has been fixed in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able and none may cross from there to us. And the rich man said, I beg you, father, to send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they come to this place of torment. But Abraham said, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them hear them. And he said, No, Father Abraham, but if someone goes to them from the dead, they will repent. He said to him, If they do not hear Moses and the prophets, neither will they be convinced if someone should rise from the dead. So, of course, verse 31 is kind of the punchline of this story. And Jesus is really chastising the Pharisees. The Pharisees claim to have Abraham as their father. The Pharisees claim to honor Moses and the prophets, but Jesus has pointed out that they've done nothing but persecute persecute and kill and murder and disregard Moses and the prophets because Moses and the prophets pointed to the Messiah and Jesus, the Messiah, is currently on earth and they're rejecting him because he doesn't fit the mold that they expect him to show up in. He doesn't kowtow to their religious system and their rituals. And this is all evidenced, back to the theme of chapter 16, by their inappropriate view of and use of money. Here you've got a rich man in this story who is a stand-in for the Pharisees. Jesus is suggesting to the Pharisees that if they or if the rich man truly heeded what Moses and the prophets said, then they would not disregard this poor man Lazarus who's starving to death just right outside the gate of their house. They would not love money more than they love God, as was pointed out earlier in this chapter. At the end of the day, the rich man wasn't lost because he was rich. He was lost because he didn't listen to the law and the prophets. And the Pharisees are on a trajectory to likewise be lost because they don't listen to the Messiah. Friend, there are going to be many, many people who are very religious, but who do not put their trust in Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and by the power of the Holy Spirit, heed his design for disciples and followers. They're going to do their own religious thing, all the while completely missing the boat. I pray you're not like those people, and I hope that God is using you and me to help this message of the gospel break through to people who are trapped in ineffective religion so that they can be freed by coming to faith in Jesus Christ and serving him for their remaining days on this earth and then spending eternity with him in heaven. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with a friend. Also, prayerfully consider supporting our ministry at ChristianCrusaders.org where you can find our weekly 
30-minute radio broadcast airing on stations around the world since 1936 and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight another special ministry partner, the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Check out conference videos and schedule of events online at cedarfallsbibleconference.com and mark your calendars for Saturday, July 29th through Saturday, August 5th, 2023 for the 102nd annual Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Thank you for listening and may God richly bless you.